0: This is Eric Corey. Now, what you're about to hear is something you have not heard before. A different story, if you will. This time, on the subject of millennials. That the future of these United States will soon be in the hands of the generation known as the millennials is not the disaster that many have predicted. The standard group think that these snowflakes are too weak to resist the various forms of propaganda that populate their existence well, I see a much different trajectory for this next generation of Americans. I've recently raised three of my own millennials and several others that have come under my influence over the last 20-plus years. Now, I raised my children with their mother under the same roof, which, sadly, is the exception rather than the rule with many of the millennials that I've come into contact with. We live in Southern California. And the family dinners that were a standard at my house were so foreign to so many of my children's friends that, happened to be at the house around dinner time. Now many stayed for various lengths of time and many were just frequent visitors, usually around dinner time. My point here is that I have seen firsthand a good sized sampling of the growing of this next generation. What I see is a generation with the greatest access to information in the history of mankind, a generation that is physically connected to the world in such a way as to make them worldly beyond their years. Now, if information is power, and it most certainly is, well, then these young Americans hold in their hands every waking hour of their day access to every piece of information ever known. Now, think about this. Historically, no civilization has ever had instant access to all that is known all around the world in real time for a single day, let alone an entire generation. You know, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that this possibly makes them the most powerful force on the face of the earth. Okay, well, maybe that was a bit of an exaggeration, but I just want to go on record that I saw it coming. When this overly informational generation become adults, when they have started businesses and families and started paying taxes, well, their level of interest in all things social and political will naturally rise once they have this real skin in the game. When the future of their children becomes more important than their own happiness, well, that's when this power will be used. And it really will set the course for the next evolutionary step of our species. It's actually a very good thing that so much of what is available on the internet is junk. Anyone who chooses to consume this non-stop informational feed, it's constantly inundated with garbage. And while us older users are less sensitive to the fake stuff, the radar on this younger generation has been finely tuned since birth. As such, they can quickly, efficiently, and without emotion, swipe past the half-truths and the deceptions that exist everywhere on the internet. They have become the ultimate truth detectors because they have no time for edited videos or photoshopped images. That the deception is everywhere only serves to bore them. Now, the prize they're looking for is the truth, the real truth, and nothing but Now, most of the time that comes in the form of a video catching a spontaneous moment with a cat or of someone severely injuring themselves, but just as long as it's the real thing, that's what they want, and they'll accept nothing short of real. And I expect that the same will hold true when instead of searching for them TikTok video, they're looking up the text of pending legislation that will affect their local school district or, or information regarding the potential regulation of their business. As I observe my own children navigate their futures, I'm encouraged by their complete indifference to all that is bullshit. Pardon the expression, but that's exactly what it is. You see, the fraudulent arguments that are so much a part of the Internet's landscape, they're more often amusing to them than anything that's ever going to be taken seriously. You see, it becomes a waste of time to fling poo when everyone has the equivalent to a constantly updating encyclopedia in their back pocket. And those who try, they become irrelevant. The only entertainment value there is in the sport of ridiculing the liars with humorous memes. Now, the millennials I know, they have a thirst for knowledge that needs to be quenched constantly. They're current, they're informed, and they're actively engaged in shaping the culture right before our very eyes. And I have confidence that this pattern will guide our youth as they continue to mature and the demand for truth becomes their identity. And if the maxim is true... That truth will set them free. So here's my prediction for these millennials. What they will quickly learn is that it's capitalism that grants them the access to all this information that is an essential part of their daily lives. They will find that if they want to keep streaming, they need to keep the internet a free and open marketplace. The cell phone that they cherish. Well, it can only maintain its connection to the world through the magic of supply and demand, and it's something that they experience with every single click. They know that the more demand there is for their content, the more hits to their site, and the more hits to their site, the more money in their pocket, and nothing motivates a millennial more than easy money and and likes to their social media outreach. That double shot of money and popularity that comes with building a, a better mousetrap website? Well, it's capitalism at its finest. And there is no amount of social indoctrination that can compete in a world where capitalism is so perfectly on display. It provides real-time money and fame for all those who wish to play the game. You see, millennials, they will find themselves unable to support anything less than the unfettered access to the private marketplace that they now enjoy. And when the government comes calling, as they most certainly will, to regulate access to the Internet and impose taxes or duties well, they will find themselves on the right side in the fight against socialism by uniting to keep the Internet out of government hands and just the way it is now. This will be the challenge of their generation, and it's a calling they can't deny. I mean, is there any doubt that attempts at nationalizing the Internet will be absolutely unacceptable compared to the unregulated world that they now enjoy? And this is how I believe the millennials will save the world. But it's not all sunshine and access that the future holds for my children. You see, my greatest fear is that these millennials is that they may not experience the standard of living that their parents have enjoyed. Because of this worldwide connection, this connected world is a much smaller place to do business. Competition will be great, and the American worker will need to compete with a population that does not enjoy the opportunities that liberty and capitalism allow. Millennials will be forced to compete with a larger field of players that have a much lesser need and and desires and a much lower hourly wage. Now, I don't want to sound as if I'm cheering for them to fail. It's quite the contrary. I just want to alert them to the challenges they face and the opportunity that they have to set the table for their future if they're able to apply without prejudice all that they have learned from their computers and, and the truth that they have found therein. The prediction that we're doomed if the millennials ever take charge, well, it's the same knee-jerk reaction that happens throughout history. Every generation has always felt that the next generation is the worst. The world is going to hell in a handbasket. Well, it's a constant refrain throughout history. I remember when my dad and his generation complained about the long-haired hippie freaks. I promised myself back then that whatever my children do, I will not be like my dad's generation and get freaked out by something as insignificant as a fashion trend. Well, you know, that all changed the day my son came home with his pants cinched up under his butt and his shirt tucked into his prominently displayed underwear. Hey, man, that really bugged me. And while I'm sure glad they have outgrown that, it does give one pause to remember our place in history and that there is nothing new under the sun of humanity. For my final prediction for the future of this generation of millennials, well, what I see as the biggest problem they will face will be the severe devaluation of the American dollar, a devaluation that's been brought on by an unimaginable amount of debt that will be left for them to deal with by a previous generation known as the baby boomers. I've been trying for decades to warn my generation, the baby boomers of the wickedness in their ways. And while I'm on the late end of the boomer generation, I'm still considered one, And it's not a moniker that I am particularly proud of. See, us boomers, we were handed a world with unlimited possibilities, a world our parents could have never imagined, a world where we have been afforded the opportunity to enjoy everything all the time. If it feels good, do it. That was a calling of our time. And sadly, that's how we spent the last six decades. This post-World War II peace that we boomers were gifted by the greatest generation, well, it provided the fertile soil that allowed us to build a lifestyle without a historical equal. I mean, with the advancements in technology and the unfettered access to prosperity that we have enjoyed, well, we have experienced a quality of life that would rival that of kings in any other time. We have become so fat and happy with ourselves that we have forgotten our place in that history, and now we are doomed to repeat it. You see, the God that our mothers and fathers prayed to during the darkest days of World War II is no longer needed. We have ascended to a greater enlightenment, a better understanding of the world around us, a clear view of how all things work. I mean, come on. We created the Internet and have given the world to everyone everywhere. And we have profited greatly from these endeavors. We drive fast, gas-guzzling cars. We build obscenely opulent homes. We have money in the bank and gold-plated retirement plans. We're well-traveled, we're highly educated, and in full control. You see, we don't need to pray anymore. Now, let's see, where have I heard this before? Oh, yeah, everywhere in history, right before the bottom falls out and these enlightened people disappear from the face of the earth. See, I'm shocked at how similarly history deals with the rising and falling of great societies and how our current political atmosphere is so exactly like that of Rome and Athens right before they fell. The year 2020, it feels like those days are upon us. And the cast of characters, well, they're all the same. We have a deadly once in a century global pandemic arrive on our shores, and we can't stop fighting with ourselves long enough to, to even contemplate any attempt at unity. We have these nationwide violent racial unrest, it, it fills our streets. We have these protests that so quickly morph into Marxist political assaults on our founding principles. We've placed everyone neatly in categories based upon their level of victimhood. And then we encourage them to fight their oppressors, real or imagined. See, the boomers, they constantly contrive to keep us at each other's throats, to distract us from their blatant failures. They've created a world where success is scolded and complacency coddled. And the concept of rugged individualism that got us here in the first place? Well, it's routinely demonized by educators who took a pass on capitalism for a tenured teaching job and now find themselves irrelevant. And worst of all, the baby boomers will leave our nation's coffers filled with nothing but IOUs. IOUs to be made payable by the millennials and probably the quadrennials as well. Great job, boomers. You guys are so awesome. Here's an idea. Hey, let's borrow another six trillion dollars to placate the masses during this pandemic so we can at least keep our jobs long enough to see retirement. America, I give you the baby boomers, far and away the worst generation in this country's relatively brief history. And for perhaps the first time in the history of man, a current generation will see the previous generation as the ones who actually took us to hell in a handbasket and dropped us off. The boomers will be seen as a generation that not only ran off with the profits of their prosperity, but ran off with the profits of the prosperity of future generations. It's not like they didn't know what they were doing. Everybody knows about it. This impending financial collapse, well, it's long been anticipated. It's well-documented and universally ignored. See, they know exactly what they're doing, and they seem to care less because, you know what? They'll be long dead when this excrement hits the fan. Now, I can't say I know what event will trigger this house of cards to fall, but it's safe to say that it's just a matter of time before the value of the U.S. dollar is worth nothing more than the paper it's printed on. And the financial disaster that will befall this nation as a result, well, that will be the baby boomer's legacy. Now, just in case you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll give you a quick summary in round numbers. You see, currently as a nation, we are $30 trillion in debt. $30 trillion. Man, it's a mind-numbing amount of money that no one, and I mean no one, can possibly comprehend. It's almost impossible to wrap your mind around a trillion, let alone 30. And that's not even talking about the Social Security system. You know, the one that takes 15% of your weekly earnings out of your paycheck? Well, thanks to the boomers, it's officially broke. According to their own statistics, by 2021, for the first time in the history of the Social Security retirement plan, the outflow of distributions to the ever-increasing pool of recipients, well, it will be greater than the inflow of money into that program. And by 2035, again, by their own numbers now, By 2035, the Social Security Department will be completely out of money and forced to borrow the money that it's promised to pay Americans like me for as long as I live. And for most of us boomers, that will be well into their 80s. So that 15% of your earnings, Mr. and Ms. Millennial, that gets deducted from your paycheck every week? Just know that it's money you will never see. Once this next generation of Americans, these millennials, fully grasp the situation and how the gluttony for power and money that defines the generation known as the baby boomers, well, they will see them as a generation that dropped the ball, a ball that was literally handed to them with the blood of their fathers. I can only pray that the power of truth that comes from years of unlimited access to information will save these millennials from a dreadful fate that today seems unavoidable. This is Eric Corey. I hope you just heard a different story. Please stay tuned for what's next.